Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm Winston Wolf. I solve problems. A spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. So, for the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men, this is Man Up. Is 32. Hey, and welcome everybody. This is the Man Up Podcast. I think we're on like number 32 or something. Man, hard to believe. And uh, we are glad you're here. And of course, hey, where is here? Here is Sugarland Baptist Church in Sugarland, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. And we have Man Up Adult Bible Fellowship. And that's what this podcast is about. We go over a lesson in our men's only class, and this is from the Connect 360 going viral, the birth and advance of the church is the study that we're in on now. And what we do is we have a uh, panel discussion among real men, not pastors. We're just regular guys trying to be spiritually fulfilled. And we do make exceptions every once in a while, and we have had Pastor Larry Post join us, but... I think security kept him out uh, tonight, so uh, he is not going to be here. So um, I'm going to introduce the panel that we do have real quick, and then I'm going to go around the room and let them introduce themselves and give kind of a summary of what they feel about about the lesson. And hey, we are so fortunate to have Return once again. He's been calling in by phone, but he decided to (laughs) grace us with his presence here in person Mr. Steve Titch, he is our registered policy writer, professional gambler, and ceiling diver. So we're so glad that he's recovering, and he is here with us today. That's really good. <laughs> right, how about that? <laughs> right. Hey, we're going to have him actually talk about that in a little bit, too, because, you know... <clears throat> What's it feel like? That's what we're going to have. We're, that's what it hurts. Have. <laughs> there you go. And uh, back again, uh, I call him a risk manager, but he's, he's an insurance guy, but he's also our deacon. Uh, Mr. Kyle Trahan is here. My name is Bill Cox, and I am basically a salesman, but I'm a writer and actor too, and I, I happen to be the director of this class. And this class, before we get started, we're going to talk about pleasure and pain and I'm going to bring up pain just for the moment my mother passed away uh, this week and from a man's point of view and that is what not only the man up class is about if you follow us on Facebook under man dash up on iTunes or SoundCloud we always try to do the man's perspective and in a mother's instance my mother and I were really tight, even though I had four <coughs> sisters. I, I am absolutely certain my mother was tighter with me than she was with my sisters. And the loss that I feel is totally on my side because the pain, her physical pain is gone. And as a person of faith, I'm absolutely certain I will be seeing her soon. But the overriding feeling that I always had about my mother, spoken or unspoken, she always had my back, and I always had her. So Doris Cox, chemist, musician, 
artist, farm wife, and my mom. I love you. I miss you in the flesh. But you're here in spirit, and I will be seeing you soon. So, so I, thank you for indulging me, fellas. Uh, that's just my little, little tribute to my mother. And uh, I want to go ahead and uh, talk the pleasure of having Steve Titz join us back. But also, I want him to just descri describe a little bit of the pain <laughs> that he went through because we have alluded to it these fat past, like, what, four weeks that, you, that you've been right going through it? I mean, it, it, and if you'll just share a little oh. bit, I mean, what, what you know, and the, a little bit of the recovery and, and then also, uh, like, your impression well, of the lesson. Well, let's, so. let's, let's give the audience a little bit of a break. I, I fell Background. Through, fell through. I was up in the attic, fooling around, but trying to stop a leak or trying to prevent a leak. Uh, took a bad step and went through the drywall that constitutes. This is, this is a this is a this is a Houston attic. This is not one of these attics you have in the East Coast that are built in these New England houses where you can actually have, have a floor. Floor. A yeah. real, regular so floor. there really is no floor up there, but there's a lot of insulation which can lead to a bad step. That's exactly what happened. And I came out and I I, I fell through the the, uh, the the floor or the attic, the ceiling, the, the second floor ceiling. The ladder to the attic is on a landing. Um, I hit a uh, railing, I hit, hit, hit a banister essentially on the landing, and then kept going down, fell right on down to the first floor. So that was a two-story fall. A two-story fall. Uh, about 20, 20 foot feet. 20 fall. feet then. A 20-foot fall. Um, wow. Where, you know, I, now there's, let's, let's not, let's not mince words here, I could have died. Absolutely, um, absolutely. The, the, and, and, and I'll give you a little bit of, toward the end I'll give you a little bit of my faith testimony on this. Um, I could have been a lot worse. Um, what I what I ended up with was a was a broken femur, um, a shattered elbow, uh, a few fractures in my pelvis, um, not big ones, uh, a fracture in the socket of my eye, a uh, separated shoulder. Separated shoulder got fixed first. Yeah, he's like Kyle's laughing over there. He's, 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 and. Uh, um, a lot of this is we live in an amazing time. Not just you know. Oh, I mean, we, 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 we talk about uh, modern medicine. Probably maybe as little as a, a few years ago, I would have been in a cast. I'm not in a cast. Um, they put a metal rod in my thigh and kind of screwed the, my femur back together again. Um, and then they said you rehab on it. And so uh, no cast, uh, no real dressing. This just you know just on the stitches, which are which are gone now. Um, same thing for the elbow. The elbow is was had some more components to it. If you're here, if you want, wow. very they nice, did a little uh, stitch work. And yep. you know, we'll put a little aloe on that and reduce the reduce even the scarring a bit. But uh, uh, there's some metal work in there. So does that um, help or hurt your fastball? Um, I don't have. I, I, I'm going to have to work on, a, on you know those crafty curveballs now. It's, it's, it hasn't. It hasn't. Um, uh, so uh, and so we're the, the the eye surgery remains, which is which is outpatient surgery. Amazingly enough, it's it's just a placing of a small bit of metal, like a, a metal plate to support support the muscle in my my right eye. Um, and I mean, amazing enough that I'm going to check in. And I don't even think I'm get a get an eye patch. No, you know, no pirate look onto this. I think I mean, it might look like I have a black eye. Um, and as far as pain goes, there's there's we're managing pain. There's you know the 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 the, the, the femur itself is healing, so it's prone to pain. 
Um, I did get, as part of this, I did get a, a I, got, I have a small fracture kind of in my tailbone. Um, and that's probably giving me the most discomfort. Discomfort, yeah, which is okay. Why, which is why I'm sitting here now. I'll probably stand up in a little while. Um, and a little bit of nerve pain down my leg. Um, that's going to go away. Uh, the doctors say that that's very small hairline fracture that's causing a causing a bit of pain now will eventually go away. Maybe it may take till January. Is here in November, but All right. uh, and that's and that's a little bit you know and and I'll always be. I'll always have a reminder for this. Like <laughs> this way, I'll always by always the you know I'll always have something to take away from this. But but let me, let me go back and that and, would be. Watch where your foot Watch goes. Watch where your foot goes. Yeah. So. When you're but, but, but let me give a little more of, of, of kind of faith work in this, and and, and I, I think I may have mentioned this before on a podcast. I know I've talked about it in my, in Man Up. Um, M. Scott Peck, um, psycholo- Christian psychologist. Uh, probably his most famous book is *Road Less Traveled*. Absolutely, uh, I read that. A, I knew I recognized the name, but I yeah. couldn't pick where. He also has a second book called *People of the Lie*, where he talks about *People of the Lie*. *People of the Lie*, where he okay. where he actually talks about the existence of evil in this world, and and hmm. and, and as a psych, psychiatrist, you know, a, a science of whatever comes down on saying there is evil in this world. Um, I, I recommend both books, but in separately in *People of the Lie*, he, he talks about how um, humans are accident-prone, amazingly accident-prone. Um, and while he doesn't discount the pain that tragedy causes, he says it's a. He's, he basically says everyone has a near-miss story, maybe more than one. Uh, you know, the car that just missed them on the street. Rolled, the, the, a, we rolled a car ourselves. You know, I walked so, away that, from that it. Somehow, yeah. somehow, and Most and of us and, do. and to, to Peck, um, this is the Lord looking out for you. Um, and yes, the things go wrong. Bad things happen. No, no doubt that there's suffering in this world. But he says, you know, there may be a lot less of it because of the Lord. Mm. Uh, and certainly. When I look at the way I fell, when I look at the distance I fell, and what I I could have easily hit a counter, I could I did not land on my head, I did not break my spine, um, I, I I really injured my extremities, which comes down to it, uh, and I I give I that's a prayer of Thanksgiving, not just every day, maybe every hour. Uh, because I, I, you know, I go home. I can sit on the couch or lie back on the couch and see how far I fell, and 20 feet, you know, it's you a long that, way. That's that's not. Um, that's that's you know, you just don't jump. You know, you can't jump 20 20 feet. It's it, you're going to get hurt. Not most of us. Um, but I was just thinking of you know you sitting mm-hmm. there and staring at this mm-hmm. location mm-hmm. of this accident, and you know, just the the. The, the vividness that our brain can, mm-hmm. you know, recreate. I I remember the the time the girl pulled out in front of me, and I ended up t-boning her, but it was mm-hmm. her fault. Every time I drive past that intersection, I think of that young lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, and right. I see mm-hmm. that quick, just boom, and it's mm-hmm. gone. But you're living there; mm-hmm. you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was just <laughs> thinking that that's wow, yeah, to to be able to see that. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm looking here, you know, mm-hmm. at the church, we're the second story. Yeah. Maybe a little more than 20 feet, but, there. Yeah. We'll, you know, fall off mm-hmm. the end of here and mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of damage, more than what you mm -hmm. sustained, could have happened. So well, and I had Lord. a driver's training instructor who said, may you have many close calls because <laughs> you will learn <laughs> yeah. from mm -hmm. them. If it's close enough, you will learn from it. Because the other ones, if they're not close, it it doesn't affect you. It, mm -hmm. you, you know, you, yeah, you're right. just you're just it's numb. Just you're numb to it. But you have a very close call, mm -hmm. and that truly is a near death mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. for you. You will never forget it. Right. So, that Steve, thank you so much for uh, for sharing that and. That is our pleasure and pain moment. <laughs> you know, um, we're going to uh, talk about the lesson. Uh, it's lesson three. Our focal text is uh, is Acts three. We're, we're going to do one through twenty, a cure and a call to repentance. And uh, Steve, would you like to go ahead and just kind of give an overview of uh, what you thought about the lesson, and then we'll have uh, Steve and Kyle just give their kind of summary, and then we'll go ahead and we'll read the lesson to discuss further. Okay, well, we see Acts, Acts 3, 1 through 20. Uh, the, the disciples are getting more bold. Uh, they've, they've had Pentecost. Um, now, in this, in, this, um, in this section, Peter and John go to the temple and heal uh, a lame man um, in the name of Jesus, they make it clear this is happening in the name of Jesus Christ. They're not, they're not glorifying themselves by it. They're saying this is this is the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the power of, of, of I don't know if they say Holy Spirit, but certainly they they attribute it all to Jesus of Nazareth. Um, and that that the healing. There are two things that work here. There's the healing the lame man, um, which now because because he was lame, he couldn't even get into the temple. He couldn't even get into the part of the temple that Gentiles were allowed in. Um, so he's able to go in and um, worship, be part of, be part of the worship community. Um, secondly, um, I guess because of this amazing miracle, uh, Peter and John get to address the crowd. And once again, they talk about uh, Jesus. And here, at least for the first time, it's recorded we don't know exactly what may have been preached during the Pentecost, that they connect Jesus Christ as the Messiah and connect him with uh, not only Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but with the uh, scriptures, with the prophecies, and saying, this is, this is the guy, this is the Messiah, this is the one we, should, for, we crucified and, and now should repent. Okay. Excellent. Kyle, your take on it, uh, on this lesson. You know, this is one of those things where, you know, when we get into Acts, it's, they're talking about us. You know, this, any one of these stories is supposed to be us, you know. And the miraculous healing has always just been a, a source of amazement, I guess you would say, for myself. That, <coughs> you know, I understand that Jesus was able to do it. But here you're talking about regular guys, just like us. You know, all right, so yeah, they got to know Jesus intimately and, you know, were his 12 or whatever, but after they saw everything that they got to see, his ministry for the three years, then the brutality of his death, 
then his resurrection and his ascension. And then they walk into this thing and, you know, here's a beggar saying, hey, give me money. Give me whatever, you know. You see him on the streets here, everywhere. And they were able to just go within themselves and say, you know what? I've seen Jesus do this. I'm going to do this. And gave all the glory to God. And hey, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And the man just popped up. Boom. There he is, and he's healed. Which he has never walked before in his life. But there he is. That's so cool. I mean, you know, and to think that the power is within us. We just don't know how to really draw on it or rely on it or, I don't know, trust in Jesus enough to be able to do it ourselves. You know, what I think about this is, and of course, I, I, I always... I always think of this, and that is my bone. So, any all of you out there, uh, I told out there you listening. on Sunday. That's right. Yeah, I should have <laughs> had the ringer now. Um, <clears throat> is uh, is a couple of things. Number one is man up. And here's the thing: the disciples they were with Jesus the whole time. They probably just like us, like Kyle was saying, they probably didn't even really fathom what they were involved with. It's certainly not the scope, not the magnitude, and not how much it was going to affect them and, and, and their own capabilities until they, they saw the very end. And then they, then they saw the resurrection, and they were filled with the Spirit. And now they were ready to man up and to, to take it to the next level. Now they were fully engaged. Now they were fully, they fully bought in. And they actually, they believed to the point to where they themselves could become leaders. And here's the thing about it, and, and all of you men out there, and what I constantly preach is this. You are a leader of your own circle of influence. And if you're a good leader, you can take yourself out of that circle and that circle still continues on because you have prepared your circle of influence. And to a certain extent, that's what Jesus did with this. And these guys, these guys bought in and they took the church to the next level. And the other part of the story that hits me is this. Think of the guy. Think of the guy for 40 years doing the same thing outside of the gate of the temple. Okay, of course, walking is miraculous in itself. But think about his, the perspective of his life. Instead of looking up at everybody, for the first time, he's face to face. He's eye level with people. Just even if he was his legs didn't work and he was just propped up, can you imagine the difference just in the perspective 
I mentioned this on Sunday for that same thing. You mentioned the same thing of now he's able to look somebody in the eye. And right. it's respect thing. Absolutely. Even if you don't know the person or anything about mm -hmm. them or anything else, and I look you in the eye, yeah, that means I see you as a human being. You are my brother, my sister, a child of God or whatever. Man, these guys back in that day, you're a lame person for whatever disability mm -hmm. you may have ended up with. You're the outcast of society. With, and unlike in like what Steve detailed earlier, modern medicine <laughs> does miracles. But modern medicine was not a term they had back then. No. You were what you were. And that was it. Yeah. All right. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read the scripture. <clears throat> we're in Acts. This is Acts 3, verses 1 through 20. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, Look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, walk. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up and immediately... His feet and his ankles were strengthened. With a leap, he stood upright and began to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While he was clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at the so-called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. But when Peter saw this, he replied to the people, Men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? And why do you gaze at us as if by our own power or piety we had made him walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, but put to death the prince of life, the one whom God raised from the dead, a fact to which we are witnesses, and on the basis of faith in his name, it is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. And the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your rulers did also. But the things which God announced beforehand by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Therefore, repent and return, so that your sins may be wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus, the Christ, appointed for you. 
Oh, and the professor shows up. Yeah. Good timing. Excellent. We just read the scripture. And come on in. Only a minute or two later. This has kind of been the, uh, just to bring you up to, to date, we had a little pleasure and pain. I shared about my mother passing. You had, uh, and uh, and then Steve also talked a little bit about his accident and his recovery ah. as well. So um, we we all shared about the lesson a little bit and uh, and then just read the scriptures. So oh, okay. uh, to just catch you up. And this is our, uh, we call him the professor. He's a trainer for a Fortune 500 company. Probably had some uh, tutoring to do tonight, so uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go. Want to introduce? He's a regular on the panel, Mr. Robert Koshu. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. I, I'm kind of like you. My pain, my pain is similar. I dealt with my mother yesterday oh, okay. morning <laughs> from a minor fall. She's fine. But oh wow! Still had to go deal with all that, and right. and yeah, it was sort of tutoring because I'm. This was one of those. This has been one of those weeks where nothing is going right at the office. <laughs> well, that is that is that is a man thing, though. That is a man Literally. thing. Literally, it, it doesn't go right, but men still handle it. Oh, yeah, and, and that's kind of been my lesson. And and this is actually a really good lesson, kind of talking about that because this is really Peter and John walking through the temple and looking at a guy that wants help. And telling him, hey, I ain't got money, but here's what I can give you. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, a little segue into the lesson there. So this He's is one of right those. In. He's rolling right in. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> That's why he is the professor. And he's been to enough of these. You should know the routine by now. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, <laughs> but the thing about it is uh, Peter does not hold any punches back. No. Once again, he presents the gospel in the in the second half of the scripture. Right. So the first half is they grab the guy, he heals him, and then he basically preaches his Pentecost sermon a second time. You know, with, with one variation, he says, y'all were ignorant, so you did all this because you were ignorant, but guess what? There is still redemption, and once again, it's not, and, and I think this is one of the things about acts that I think we can learn. What goes viral when, when you look at viral things on online? Um, the closest I have ever come to a post that went viral, I had a post I did on LinkedIn that had 800 views and about 150 shares. That is not viral. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> but that right, is as right. close as I've ever come. Right, right. And it was literally... I took several pictures at a conference. They were kind of cool pictures. And it was our fall conference. I'm a member of the Association for Talent Development. It was our fall conference. We have a spring conference. It's the technology conference. And I am co-chairing that conference with a friend of mine. And I basically took the pictures, posted them out there, and said, great fall conference from ATD Houston, fall 2017. Looking forward to a great conference and hope to see everyone there. It was my ad, basically. Right, for our right, spring right, conference. Right. But because it had really cool pictures and it was really simple, because what it was is somebody basically, if you were talking a speech, somebody basically drew a picture that represented your speech while you were talking. Right, right. Really cool. 
But it well, was simple. Well, I think Peter's sermon is simple. Here. Well, and I no think theology. Well, the thing about it is, they got everybody's attention. They were in the right place. Right place. They right were time. in right with believers, but and they had a visual aid. This man being mm-hmm. healed, someone that they had seen, <clears throat> they had seen repeatedly, mm-hmm. and so they had this visual aid to drive home the point and it was fertile ground. It was believers. The other thing is, I think the time differences are interesting. So Pentecost happens at the third hour, which is basically 9 a.m. This happens at the ninth hour, which is basically 3 p.m. So it's a very much a time difference too, as you look at it. It's the it is the hour of prayer they call it. Oh, okay. So, so we have the hour. <laughs> okay. okay. So, because this is happening at the temple, right? I, I don't know. Did, 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 did you interpret it as happening the same day as Pentecost? Different day. Different, different, totally different day, but a different crowd. Different crowd. But an audience, and right. well, then you get okay. you know the whole idea of tailoring your message to your audience. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That seems where you're going. Yes. Yeah. You know, something I hadn't thought about is you know they would have walked past this same guy. Many many times. Many times. Oh, you know, and without a doubt, and handing him money, maybe here or there, you know, whatever. And, and this one time was just so radically different. Mm-hmm. How about this? And he would have known who was generous and who was not. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and mingles around the crowd, and there's probably people in that crowd that never gave him. Right. And there's on the other spectrum, there's probably people that always mm-hmm. did. How about this? I'm going to give you another scenario. Man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to sit down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. It's a very specific gate going into the temple. Right. Okay. How much you want to bet Jesus walked past him? I'm sure he did. Yeah. Oh, multiple times. I mean, yeah. I mean he's been always at the agree. temple all during Holy Week. Very I mean, interesting. There's no reason. That yeah. Is there's no reason to think that he didn't. Right. I mean, so yeah, why to didn't? push my thought yeah. just further back. <laughs> yeah. Just a little okay. bit to Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. You're not talking so about a large why time. Why was frame. he not healed until now? This is a good. Oh, <laughs> because everything in God's timing. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Very that, much so. <clears throat> Very Jesus was that. there for his purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this guy was there in place for, for Peter these and guys, John's purpose. For them to walk up mm-hmm. and heal him at that time. Because Jesus healed several people at the temple. Yeah. Throughout his ministry. And, and, mm-hmm. and everywhere. Right. You know, and, and it goes hmm. back to I think you made the comment, or no, you made the comment, Bill. Fertile ground. Absolutely. And the other <coughs> other concept though that I would like to throw out is this. You know you don't know where you are in the story. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha was it that yeah. uh, was it was it Pastor Post that Larry. said it? That, yeah, Larry. Uh, sometimes you're the sower, sometimes you're the waterer, sometimes you're the reaper. Mm-hmm. And you a lot of times don't know where you are mm-hmm. in that cycle. You're just one of the participants thereof. Mm-hmm. That's right. Of well, and, Jesus. and the other part about this is, and it kind of goes back a little bit to the to the audience in the fertile ground. He really goes into the prophets more here. 
That's what I brought That's what Steve this yeah. brought up. Now, now, we don't know what was said on Pentecost. Right. right. But here, and maybe this is a, this is a Jewish audience. I think, oh, this is definitely more Jewish than the Pentecost. And, and he, he says, yeah, it's obvious the Pentecost were, we're the tourists, but, the and, he says, and he begins to say here, this, this is the guy who, this is the guy who knows Isaiah, the suffering servant, mm -hmm. and the, the implication is there. Um, Daniel, all, that, that this is the Messiah who was prophesized. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, you he says put he missed him to the death. boat. <laughs> and, right, and, and you put him to death. And you not only that, death. but he also goes back and he makes the Jewish statement. The God of Abraham, yes. Isaac, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. And anytime you said that, you say that to a Jewish yes. audience, that is that's the trump card. Yes. To use Steve's language. No, right, right, the gambler. That, yes. That is the, the trump card when you're at a Jewish mm -hmm. audience. The God right. of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Whoa! Because that's the fathers of the faith. Mm -hmm. That's right. As you go in. So, yep. <laughs> and he goes in and he really does take it, you know, they, they almost take it to the next level, like you said. And they make it, Kyle, and they well, go and they... They're going to keep doing it. I mean, you're going to yeah. see more, you know, then, then we get... Not too long after this, we get Stephen's really long history of the right. history of the faith. Well, what you're seeing, what you're seeing, and and this to me has a guy that studies stories. Stories is something that I study. You know, not in the same way Steve stories studies them, <laughs> because Steve's a writer. I'm a trainer. We use stories in training to make points, but what you're seeing here is a story that they're developing the theology. Oh, I absolutely agree. Faith. I absolutely they're, agree they're, with that. They're, they're percolating on it. <laughs> they have the central theme. Right. And this is the central theme is right here. Yes. And now they are going to build from this point on. But this right here is the root of the tree. It's it's the root. This is the center of but it. But it's but it's also the simplest part. And, and I think there's a lot, when we look at going viral, there, there's a lot to be said about the simple. Because I think as a church, we do, in church globally, we tend to get wrapped up in the fancy stuff. We want to have the cool program. You know, we want to have, you know, we got to have the cool youth minister, you know, who does all this, where in reality... We had the old youth minister this past weekend lead 85-plus kids, <laughs> and, and he was doing it part-time, right. you know, and quite frankly, D-Now is the simplest program you do at a church because it's simple in the sense of what you're doing. It's complex in its execution <laughs> because you're trying to put 85 kids in homes and feed them in the whole nine yards. Right. But you come together... You meet up here, you play stupid games in the gym, you go upstairs and you do worship, you leave that worship, you go to a house and you have a Bible study. Right. The next morning, you wake up, you have a Bible study, you drive to Sky Zone and jump on trampolines for three and four hours, you come here, you eat, you have worship, you go do mission projects. We had a little 
on the side because we had John Chris Saturday night. Normally you'd have a, another worship service, right. but we kind of had our gimmick mm-hmm. right. for a little bit. But, but what Robert was discussing is a youth program. Which Steve wins bonus points because in midst of his recovery, he housed nine... About seven. Oh, there were seven. Yeah, well, if you want to count the, the counselor, yeah, yeah. We, we, and, but, but yes, I didn't mean. To, I, I drove his kids. This is uh, <laughs> this is what we do with our youth. All those the the, the youth experience they have this doing yeah. the worship, uh, staying in people's homes, Bible study. It's a it's a it's a real great program. I haven't watched it several years now, but I, I, yeah. I'm just kind of but, giving the audience. But it's simple, mm-hmm. right? It it's not complex. I mean, like I said, the the execution of it. Is is pretty difficult because you're trying to negotiate twelve to fifteen groups and drivers and food and. But the houses. idea is simple. But the right? idea we're going to get our youth right. together somewhere. Right. We're on a weird rabbit trail. Well, because <laughs> well, we're right, 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 right. Okay, all right. bring so, it on, so high, bring it on. Is it, at this point in the gospel, it is the simple part of it, and it is going to, it is going viral. I think because it's simple. Well, I think well, not, the message is, is that you well. are liberated. Yeah, this is what this is what they're, 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 these well, guys are putting together the Last Supper, where Jesus sits down and says, "I am making right. a new covenant for the forgiveness of sins, and the blood will be poured out." Right, and then you know it's all it's all blur. I mean, he gets crucified. He that you know, and the the the, the Pentecost gave them probably some divine insight as well. Right, and they realized. This was this was it. We're, we've been liberated. Forget the Romans. Forget you know. They, now, you know. And, and I was going to ask that. So so, do you think this is also taking it from because because the whole theory the disciples had right before Jesus' death was what you know the overthrow overthrow the Romans right, right. Israel the king. Yeah. will be exalted. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now and and I'm gonna I'm gonna they have their marching. They, I, I believe that this has given them their marching orders. Mm-hmm. Now they know where they are in mm-hmm. the story. Now they know what they need to do. They they have they have the story, they have the experience, they've been taught, they have the power, mm-hmm. and they themselves believe. And then they can well, take this to But it's taking death. it I think it's taking a simple message, but it's also I think like you said they're going from the corporate overthrow to, hey, Jesus' whole thing, and all these other guys, all these other messiahs, because there were other quote-unquote uh, messiahs. Right, right, the right, yeah. They're missing the mark. It's not about we're going to overthrow the Romans and establish the kingdom at this time. That's going to come, but that's a little later. But right now, it's about you being liberated from right. sin. Yes, from that dominion. Yes, yes, that's and and from and it's basically repenting and you know accepting grace and that's yes. I mean, and even still, people today have trouble with that the simplicity of the message. But that's what went viral, I think. When when yes, and we're going to say the idea of this isn't about political liberation, national liberation. This is about spiritual liberation, spiritual liberation, and and as an individual. Right. Well, and take this story into the different direction okay. of the lane, the guy, laying there for 40 mm-hmm. years. You've stared into this gate, or into the temple from the right. gate, whatever, 
And you see all the people and they're mm -hmm. happy and mm -hmm. worshiping God. Oh, wow, okay. And you're mm -hmm. the outcast. You're not allowed. Well, that's as close as you're going to get to this. <clears throat> that's mm -hmm. as close as you're going to get. You're not allowed in here. Right. You stay there. It's the dog. Sit, stay. You, you can beg from the table, but that's as much as you get. And this guy gets healed and jumps up, and he's miraculously able to do leaps and bounds. What's that even got to feel like? I mean, you know... I can't jump around here. Yes. Like, but, right, right. <laughs> but you're getting, but I mean, you're, yeah, that's a good insight you're given this. the opportunity mm -hmm. to steal move about and mm -hmm. you know Michael you know, yours was a very yes, instantaneous type yes, of yes, thing yes. his um, was a 40 year that, that's thing. The, that's kind of the, the the message in all of this he's I mean you go back to what Peter said I have I don't have silver and gold but I do have Jesus of Nazareth and I mean there there it is right there that's that's the gift mm -hmm. Jesus of Nazareth boom you're, and and by his and 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 you know we get we get caught up in the in the um, miracle, which is, is which is you know worthy of getting caught up in. But he says, my get my what I'm giving to you is Jesus of Nazareth, and then then he gives him the power to walk. And yes, he comes. Then he comes in. He join. He's he's allowed. Wow. He's, he's allowed in his whatever <clears throat> whatever his well, illness his illness is is parallels with the idea of sin. I, we don't want to say that right. his illness is sin, but for this case, there's a symbolic, there's a symbolic connection. It was between the, his it inability was the view to get at that time. Yes. it was the view at that time, and certainly it was a demonstration. Yes. yes, and to say that that makes it a demonstration for anybody watching this. The guy who was outside comes in. Oh, wow. and everybody knows. <laughs> well, him. Was, and everybody inside knows him. Yeah. And and the and the thing about it is, he knows them. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. he knows. Yeah. He probably Good knows. He knows their. He knows. He knows their heart. Yeah, probably more than they, than they know him. Well, than they know themselves. Well, he yeah, knows, in a lot of cases knows. you don't even recognize that you're a piece of well. Work, and, and I wonder right? and how you, many you don't care about anybody. I wonder how many people did this. Wait, isn't that the guy that used to be? Who saw would, him, but don't you think all many look, people looked at the gate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa, where the where no, the guy at the that gate? Is him. Well, you know, and the, right. the other thing, uh, and we, we talk about this a lot. How invisible was he? Right. Oh no, hugely. no question about it. The the other part of this that I just wanted to touch on, and they alluded to it in this little intro thing. Um, the author here is talking about a, a young lady, I don't remember what happened to her, but uh, she was paralyzed to some degree. And she did not let her disability rule her life. She did not accept the, the prognosis that was given to her as taking it into her heart. Okay, I'm screwed. She did not define herself. Did Absolutely. not a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> right, put. Right. You know, and, and so here he says, you know, she drive herself. She get the little board and run it from her chair to the, the yep. to the chair. Uh, Bill, you were you weren't here for Eric. I don't think any of you guys were here for no. when Eric came. Uh, a, a friend of mine, Eric Coles, same thing. He got uh, into an auto accident and he's paralyzed from the chest down. 
It's the same thing. The guy's got a fantastic demeanor about it. Oh, he's got a great attitude because I met him afterwards. Okay. Oh, I that's right. downstairs afterwards, yeah. And, uh, you know, same thing. He's got the little board that he mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. slides from his chair to the mm -hmm. chair, you know, from his car to the chair. And it's not taking it into yourself. You know, Marcus in our Sunday school, same thing. He had a stroke, you know, back in, in April. Was not going to let that define mm -hmm. him. Uh, but just you know, moving his own arm. My this arm won't work. So you took his other one and, and moved it. It's to, to just some not extent. To I mean, that's it. what you get today. We have we had the disabilities. You know, a kind of a, a rights movement where we're where I mean, where certainly there's more opportunity to do that. There are more therapy. The, the, the idea. Well, even even when we were kids, you know, oh, you're a life result. You're you're an accident. You're a little chipper. Now now that's no longer considered an option. You you. You can there's you may be confined to a wheelchair, but there are alternatives. Um, you never saw a kid in school when I was age in a wheelchair or had had any sort of disability. Now you see that, that the, the mainstreaming of that um, right. that, right. that that's not you know and, and okay, but you know you take this back two thousand years and you know people believe these guys are you know. His father or grandfather must have sinned. He's there for a reason. <laughs> Poor Schmo. Right. And you know, and he doesn't have many options either. It's not as if he can go down to tier like I can yeah, right, right, and right. work on you know work on this. And and but so we see. Uh, yeah, I, we're getting we're getting kind of away from things. But the, he's brought in. The miracle brings him in. But it also demonstrates visually, as we were talking about, that the outcast is now in. Those outside are cleansed. And are in, and then we get yes, then, right. and we're going to see well, this is a good point because we're going to see this going yeah. viral well, throughout the whole we, book. We can the, come the, back the, to this. The story. One of the things about Acts is Acts is almost on one level, at least through the first until Paul becomes involved mm -hmm. in the story. It is very much the same story told slightly differently. That is has just a slightly different approach to it. It's Peter's long sermon to the diaspora, mm -hmm. the Jews who have been scattered, including, mm -hmm. you know, the proselytes, the Gentiles mm -hmm. who had converted to Judaism. That we saw that mm -hmm. last week. This week, it is the basically the preaching to the hardcore Jews who were at the temple. Every the the locals. You know, mm -hmm. Steve kind of joked right. earlier it was the tourists. Next the, the next big sermon in Acts is Stephen. Yes. Who basically goes on a very long discourse and then gets killed. <laughs> well, yeah, they right. really, they right. really, I mean, but he, yes, well, we won't get ahead, but yeah, he, he basically, we were talking about this, he goes back to Exodus. Yeah. And, and talks about the whole idea of deliverance. Right. And that this is the same. I mean, yeah, he enrages. And, and in between, in between Peter and his, and the, the disciples are told to stop healing people. They're told yeah. to stop yeah. walking around. And, and actually one, uh, one, one, one of the more maybe, you could all wise or cynical uh, of the Sanhedrin says, "Look, if it's if it's real, it'll go viral. If it's not, it'll be one of those things that just die out." And so, yeah, right. don't, yeah. that's not. And Gamales. Then, that was Gamales. Yes. Um, right. And so, yeah, they did. They run into 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 a, a, a lot of resistance, and it's interesting as to uh, maybe we'll. we'll be, I, I can't. I haven't given much thought of this. why why it made people so angry. Um, and because it wasn't them. Oh, oh, because mm -hmm. it wasn't them. It, uh, that's part of it. I think the other part part of it was, is it was very countercultural. 
Oh, absolutely. Because, absolutely. because the Jewish religion was based on, and, and remember, and Larry kind of, Pastor Post kind of mm-hmm. empathized on this, that the entire point of the Holy Spirit was before this, God came and dwelt in the Holy of Holies of the temple that the priest could only go into once a year and you had to tie a rope onto him in case he dropped dead when he went in there so you could pull him back out because right. no one else could go in there. And it was very much a nation-focused, corporate focus of their religion. Right. Now, the Holy Spirit is here and it is not corporate. The, the it is anything is but corporate. It is, it, is, it is available to anyone. It is, right. it is to, mm-hmm. to use a very theological Baptist term, it is all about soul competency. Absolutely. You, you are in charge of your soul yourself. Mm-hmm. There is right. no church. There is no family. There is nothing. It is only up to you. Absolutely. To, and, that's where, and this is born in Acts. Mm-hmm. Right. Is where this comes from. This has been a very lively <laughs> discussion. And I sure hope that you have enjoyed it. And uh, I'm going to go around the room one more time and get uh, get some final thoughts from the panel. And uh, start with Diggy Kyle. You know, when we talk about Acts, it's really, I mean, there's so many stories of man up. I mean, just really, I was glancing at the next lesson just to kind of see where we were going from here. And there's just some man up statements in here. You're put in front of a group of people and asked what in the world you're doing and they just manned up and stated what they got and you know I've stated it before you know I'm still an uh, an infant when it's learning the Bible you know just because of the way I grew up and uh, the more and more I read this you know especially being in this class now it just puts such an interesting spin on it you know and acts Lights the world on fire for Jesus. Yep. <clears throat> Mr. Steve, great having you back here in live and not through the phone. That, that's a, right, right, right. But we enjoyed it. And, and uh, your summary of uh, of this particular. I'll, I'll just say that it's going to get even more interesting as it goes along. We're seeing uh, and and acts. You really do see. If you, if you want to get into the more the theolo- you see the development of theology right there. This is this is not happening in 400. They're not deciding that Jesus is the Messiah. Some some council. There were councils, but you see the very early writings and even the early writings of the, of Paul that this is this is something that was talked about almost immediately after the resurrection, um, and this this recognition that uh, that something new and and important has happened. And you see the, and, 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 and to bring this back, we didn't talk about this, I'm just gonna mention it briefly. We see a little mentoring. In these, we see, right. we see Peter and John together. And, and what we know, Peter, Peter, Peter was a close, certainly one of the closest uh, disciples to Jesus. With him is John, who was, we believe, is the youngest of the disciples, may, may, almost a kid maybe at, at, at this point. And Peter is with the younger, and 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 the and John as a young man is seeing Peter do all this, and John ultimately will become an important. He is an important figure. Will continue to be an important figure in the church as the as the years go on in the first century. That's my last thought, Professor. It's all about the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Acts 
Acts, Pastor Postcamp alluded to it, a lot of times we as the church don't like it because it confronts us with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and this is the whole lesson of Acts is the Holy Spirit and its power. And this is one of those, as we keep moving forward, we're going to see it even more. You know, I kind of alluded to a lot of times that the, the stories in Act begin with, I was, the Spirit came to me, or the Spirit revealed, or in the power of the Spirit. And you'll see that theme repeated, repeated, the Spirit led me to. Right, and right, I think right. that's going to be one of those as we're moving forward, we're going to really see that. And forward we will. Uh, on behalf of Man Up, my name is Bill Cox, and we're so glad that you were here and listening to this lively discussion. If you have a question that you'd like to pose to the panel here, we have a Man Up Facebook page. We can just put the question on there, and we will go ahead and we will address it at the podcast. If you'd like to share this podcast, it is on both SoundCloud and on iTunes. And also we, uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter as well. So whatever your platform, (laughs) that's right. However, however your social media, and we just like to encourage you to do one thing. That is make sure that you get involved in a Bible-based church, participate in a man-only adult Bible fellowship, and if there isn't one, start it. (laughs) My name is Bill Cox. This has been Man Up. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Man Up. You want anything. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Dedicated to the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You can contact us on Facebook under Man Dash Up. Post questions, and we'll answer them right here on the Man Up Podcast.